I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. 
Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. We're here to talk about Nathan returning home from the hospital with unpaid bills in episode 21 of season two. What could have been? Air date May 17th, 2005. So Nathan's poor. The friends throw him a movie night fundraiser at Trick. <laughs> Lucas is determined to take down Dan and he enlists Andy for help. Meanwhile, Dan is inexplicably Again, trying to make amends with Nathan and encourages him to move back home. I mean, can he stop barking up this tree already? While telling Haley a big lie about her marriage, Peyton suggests Brooke is getting closer to Lucas. Is it a lie? Though that's in the synopsis that he's telling a lie, but we don't know that Nathan didn't sign those papers. No. So I don't know if it was a lie or not, actually. Yeah, I think all the implications are actually pointing to the fact that he just did, but it was off camera. We all said this episode was kind of like expository and there was like a lot of dialogue that felt like we were setting things up or wrapping things up. But it was directed by Bethany Rooney, who sure is good at her job. Bethany Rooney. She's good people, too. She's just like a cool person. I like her. Yeah, I've worked with her on a couple other shows and she's just such a solid director. And so. The way this episode was shot was so fun. The movie night at Trick looked like a super fun party. The scenes between Brooke and Lucas are super intimate and sweet, you know? So then that gut punch at the end hurts. The scene of of Haley, like, you know, what husband? And then, like, falling into her tears at the keyboard. Yeah. Yeah, she did a great job of making us care because this episode kind of felt like, I mean, we know everything that we were just coming off of the last few episodes were not stellar so to to get i feel like the writing room the writer's room has somewhere else like a whole different path for everybody that they want to go on right now um but Mm. they they couldn't just jump into it right away we had to tie up all these loose ends and that's kind of what Mm -hmm. this episode felt like it was tying up loose ends and opening some new doors so there's not a lot that happens but it's preparing and it was interesting to me because i felt like the writers used nathan as the bridge, mm-hmm. you know, like, like if we were doing games at camp and someone had to be the one, like, <laughs> like Nathan is the one. And suddenly he's like this wise sage oracle yeah, who's suddenly. just saying the all these deep things. <laughs> like, what? It's hilarious. It's hilarious yeah. to me. If, if Nathan is the oracle, what does that make, Dan? Hillary, you called it. Oh, Yeah. Oh, my God. Listen, Dan, with the paperwork in this episode, I'm like, is he Ursula the sea witch? He's just like, give me a voice, kid. Sign this paper. I'll make all your dreams come true. Oh, I love Dan the sea witch. It's great. Someone, listen, there's going to be a fan out there that puts Dan's face on Ursula's body, Uh and it is going to please me. Give it to us. Give it to us, listeners. Yeah, pretty face. (laughs) (laughs) Body language. Oh, my God. Even the way he, like, approached you in that scene, and he was like, what do you think Nathan sent me? (laughs) Like, it was wiggling his body. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. 
<laughs> okay, Dan, Dan, Dan. guys are just going to bad Let's guy. talk about you know. Dan because he is so confusing to me in this episode. We've seen him have uh, changes of heart before and they were all motivated by some life-threatening incident. His first one being what the... Uh, the heart attack he had with the Deb heart attack when he Deb was like, I hope you die. Or he, he said, you better hope I die. <laughs> Wait, you just reminded me of something. What? Because Dan had that weird, like, if you think about it, like a syndrome, he had like post heart attack syndrome. I don't know if this is a real thing, but I mean, and we're saying <laughs> yeah. it is for yeah. this argument. I'm no, making. no, you're a doctor on TV. I'm a doctor Sophia. on TV. Guys. Real. <laughs> um, well, well, I know there's like things people have sometimes like there is a real uh, affliction called a post-surgical depression. So I'm wondering if like there's a, you know, post-accident high. Yes. Yeah. Like a, like a near-death experience can give you kind of a high or a clarity. And Dan had that near-death experience high where he was being weird. And remember, Deb was like, you're freaking everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And now Nathan just had this near-death experience and he's this wise sage mm. who's like, Mom, you're just a human doing your best. And it's, what if me and Haley have been spending too much energy in the wrong places? Like, he's suddenly like a therapist. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And I but, didn't By the way, it. a teenage boy who has never seen a therapist, who definitely should. And who definitely is not in touch like, with his feelings in the way that that Lucas is. Or I mean, that's the basis of his whole character no. is he's like this, this child just tried to kill himself. Like yeah. this child, child just tried to kill himself. And the writers are like, should we send him to a shrink? No, no, no. Let's send his drunko mom yeah. to the, you know, rehab facility. He's and just going to have he's an gonna awakening. He's going to go to movie night. Yeah. And then he makes a Dr. Phil joke when Lucas says, you need to talk to someone. And yet through the episode, the writers gave him the dialogue of a 46-year-old college professor therapist. Right, right, right. It was very bizarre. Yeah. Very bizarre. But I will say, as bizarre as it felt i gotta hand it to james he did a beautiful job always he he was so grounded in in these sort of um emotional realizations that nathan is having that you know in the hands of another very young actor might have felt really soap opera-y and weird and and he really he did it beautifully, even though the dialogue, when we think about it on the page, is a little ridiculous for a teenage boy. Yeah, he committed. He fo- that That is, I mean, you can never accuse James of not fully committing to his material. Mm-hmm. Whatever you give him, he throws himself at it 100%. Mm-hmm. And I loved seeing that. Um, but I'm still confused about why Dan is suddenly having a change of heart with and Lucas crying. and crying and like, and then, well, then, I mean, he's still like, this is how far we've come. You don't believe me when I'm sincere. <laughs> No, no no one (laughs) believes you ever. He's the ultimate boy that cried wolf. So I think part of what made that scene feel weird too, you know, Nathan goes in there and they're having this argument, but it's set like a weird TV movie with like the fire going, like the set felt like a soap opera. And then the music was like... Kenny the music Loggins? was making me insane. What was that? <laughs> it was a lot of slow jazz. It was it really was just... weird. So it kind of uh-huh. undercut the moment, which now I'm going, well, I wonder if it was a device to make you feel like it was insincere. I don't Maybe. know. Now I'm going like a full beautiful mind trying to connect things. Yeah, to how meta is but, the, It's like, what are we doing? Um, 
I think it was so that Nathan would just move in with his dad so that, like, the chicks could live in the apartment. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. How much debauchery can we get up to when you're living with Karen? Um, this is, is this how Brooke gets the apartment? Like, are we just setting it up? Yeah. Our sweet, our sweet, so. like, three's company? Yeah, because Hi. Haley comes home at some point, and then I move in there. Or do I move in first? I actually don't remember. I just remember we had two beds in one room, and I actually did that one summer in college. My best friend and I couldn't afford to get an apart a two-bedroom apartment in L.A. for the summer, so we got a tiny little studio, and we had two beds in it, and it was cute. It was actually By the way, cute. I would still do that now as a grown-up. Honestly, Sam. If you guys want to just get a crash My husband's not together. into it, but I'm like, we should live on a commune. And he's like, I'm more introverted than you. I'm like, I want to be underneath other humans always. Just like in a puppy pile. I want to nap in in a group. And Grant is like, I we are not oh the same. God. Do you know how sometimes like people will pick up things that we say from the podcast and make them into news stories? Yeah. I need Sophia's news story this week to be like, I just want to be underneath people. Yeah, I don't mean that in a sexual way. I'm realizing as you've repeated it that it sounds terrible. Oh, I, I don't mean man. like, get over somebody by yeah, getting yeah. over somebody. Nobody I don't mean that. You meant that. Nobody thought I you mean meant like, that. I just want to, I want to like, I want to snuggle like snuggle. new puppies all the time. Well, yeah. Brooke's about to get there. Mm. And, and this is the episode that set it up, I think. Um, this whole thing about Nathan needing to raise money because he's poor all of a sudden. I love that that's the device on our show that's like, oh, man, Brooke's poor. Nathan's poor. This is the worst. These poor, poor kids. I think I, I would imagine that, like, they had written all the other stuff for the episode and they just went, oh, we can't do another episode like this in a row of just a bunch of talking heads and nothing happening. And somebody said, we need a big group event to happen mm, in, this, yeah. in the midst of all this other stuff. And then somebody came up with the uh, with the movie night, which was cute. I I mean, by I, the I by, liked it. What loved loved the setup for it with the Rivercourt boys oh, hanging oh, out with the basketball Karen's. team and everybody at Karen's. That felt so good and that. natural, mm-hmm. and really how it was in real life behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, we need more of that energy. I can't figure out what parents let their high school teenagers go to a bar for a, like a lock in. Mm. I don't, maybe it wasn't yeah, a lock-in. Maybe it wasn't overnight. Yeah. The thing, when you said that when we were watching the episode, I thought, oh, yeah, there's no, there's no, like, bar cage. Like, there's nothing that locks up the alcohol. Yeah. They just trust us? Well, like, what? Yeah. All mm-hmm. these young kids, and you think nobody's going to, like, swipe a bottle from the bar? This feels like Parenting 101. But I, I guess, guess they've figured TV? that they've established a trust with Trick's high school night or, like, non- yeah. What are they called? Because it's all one of those places night. where they lock up the liquor elsewhere. Like it's kept off premises. Yeah. yeah. These like, are the things I wanted explained in like, the episode. I will say I remember there's a there was a really fun, you know, honestly, kind of like a high school slash college club in LA. Not like, you know, a sunset club, like the places people used to sneak into which, which, that you which, saw on the news, you? but like <laughs> They would do they would do high school nights. They would do these all ages nights and they would I remember they would card people at the door and you know, you could get in if you were 17 or 18, but for kids who were older and I think you couldn't come in past like 23 or something, but they had like a separate room. And so the kids that were of age got wristbands and only they could go into the room where the bar was. 
But I remember the rest of us, like, we had just graduated and we turned 18 and we felt like so cool to be there. Just like, we're going dancing like the grown kids do. That does sound fun. But like, Trick doesn't have a separate space. Yeah. So I guess they just think... Wait a no second. No one's siphoning off the bar? I don't know. Are we going to open an all-ages club? Is that, <laughs> is that our next entrepreneurial idea? I'm not mad at it. Oh um, I loved being a camp counselor. I'm ready. Because when I was in high school, I remember that there were a couple like places in town that did that, and I was never allowed to go to them because my really? dad was just like, perverts hang out in those places, <laughs> like fishing for teenage girls. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, you got. That's why you got to have an age limit. You can't just have like forty-year-old men in a bar with seventeen-year-old <laughs> girls. That's gross. No, it's like teenage night or something. But you can't. Yeah, have that's it a all, hard. All, that's a hard pass. mix like that. Do you guys remember the yeah. first time you ever got drunk? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You want to talk about it? Well, <laughs> Sophia, <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'm having that visceral moment of like remembering the feeling of going oh i don't like this because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the first couple of times you do it you don't know your body you don't do it well it's not elegant Mm-mm. no i i didn't drink really like they would have margarita fridays on trl but because i was everyone's little sister everyone was real touchy about like okay you can have one you know mm-hmm. i feel like i'm gonna get people in trouble um, but the first time I really remember being like hammered was my 21st birthday at the MTV beach house with Ashley Simpson and her sister was visiting and Jessica had like just had her birthday or was going to have her birthday and was like, everyone was kind of making it about her. And I was like, uh, it's my birthday. <laughs> and I and I just remember being so, so, so drunk and coming home and my boyfriend trying to like make sure I was thrown up in a bucket. And I was just my like, gosh. David, David, leave me alone. And boy, his name sure wasn't David. <laughs> oh and God. that was a whole bag of problems. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my God. I waited a really long time. Um, and then I made up for it when we moved to Wilmington. Yeah. Do you remember what about you? Story? Yeah, you were champagne, champagne girl, yeah, right? I was champagne. I I was too young to go, and some rich boy took me on a date. Mm. I think his last name was like Van Van Ellswick or something like that. Oh, oh my yeah. god, like a Gossip Girl character. Totally. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh my god, you could have written him right out of Gossip Girl. Uh, yeah, went to the Bubble Lounge, and um, I probably I think feel like I've talked about this on the show before. Anyway, I I drank champagne at the table, and then got up to go to the bathroom, and the whole room just like spun around me, and kind of went, "Oh, that's what this feeling is." Did not know yeah. that. I think I was eighteen. <laughs> I was never much of a big drinker, though. I mean, I don't like the feeling of being drunk, and I definitely don't like it the next morning. Mm-mm. No. Oh, that headache is not good. No. Yeah, I. I was much more often the designated driver than not. Yeah. True to I form. Was, and also like high school when, you know, it was a big house party culture out here. And my mom was so scary. I was like, it's just not worth it. <laughs> so, you know, I got drunk here and there with friends, but more often than not, I drove everybody. 
Because yeah. I was like, I just don't want to piss off Maureen. Right, I'm what, scared of her. What kind of scary is, I want to call her Mo so bad, but she won't let me. Yeah. What kind of scary <laughs> is Maureen? <laughs> I know. And you worked on her for almost 20 years. And she's like, no. <laughs> Mo. Don't call me Mo. She's that kind no. of scary. Um, but what it's kind of scary Mo. is she with the, is she the kind of mom that's like, Scary because if you like, if you tell me, then I will show up for you and it'll be okay. But if you don't tell me, I will like, you'll be in trouble for mm-hmm. the rest of your life. Or is she like, don't ever do any of this stuff. If you ever do, I, I'll murder you before you get a chance to do it again. Like, What, what kind of scary are we dealing me. with? My mom created what I like to call the holy parenting trinity <laughs> because she managed to be all of the things at once. So point one. My mother was like, kid, I grew up in New York with a crazy Italian family that got into you'll never see that you might see in a movie. So then it was like, oh, my God, I'm so intimidated by this woman who, like, you know, partied in a place where so did Andy Warhol. Then the uh, the next point was you also just don't want to be the person everyone's talking about on Monday. It's so embarrassing. It's so tacky. So then there was like the shame spiral. And then the last point of the trifecta, the third and I think perfect thing to say was if you do decide to drink because you're a kid and you're going to be curious and everybody's going to at some point, don't be stupid enough to get in a car with someone else. If you get in a car with someone else after you or any of your friends have been drinking, I will kill you myself. (laughs) If you call me. I will come pick you up because I will be more proud of you for calling me than I would ever be mad at you for trying something I know you're going to try eventually anyway. Yeah. I just want you to be safe. So it created this whole thing where I was like, well, I can never get away with anything, so I'm not going to try. Mm-hmm. I also really don't <laughs> want to call my mom to pick me up at a party because how embarrassing. So I'll drive. <laughs> and, and you know, and then I was like, and yeah. Every once in a while when I'm going to like break the rules, I'll sleep over at somebody else's house because I really don't want to have to see my mother. I don't want to come home. I just don't want to come home. I'll like, I'll go to the party I can walk to from like my high school best friend's house. Yeah. And that's the party we'll drink at and we'll walk home because I'm not going to put myself in the line of fire for this like scary East Coast woman. That's good. It's good mommy. It's good. (laughs) It's good mommy. East Coast women are scary. They're scary and I like it. That's (laughs) where I get it. scary. Um, well, look, we had strong mom energy here, except Karen wasn't at the all ages club, making sure that everybody was like sober and not hooking up. on No the one was bartending. You, Hillary, Karen was in charge of the night. What happened? Karen's there? at home sending oh. emails to Keithy boy. Um, you know, Andy's yeah. like being BFF with Lucas. And she's like, Keith, I just really care about you. And, you know, I don't know. That letter was a little... Mm-hmm. That felt like another it was kind out of a feeler. It just felt like right? another bridge that I was like, where did this come from? Like Karen was just very much in it with Andy and feeling protected, you yeah. know, in her relationship with Andy. Andy's like out on a limb trying to help her and help Keith. And then he lost his job. Yeah. He's like trying to help Lucas. And it like they never interact once in this episode. She's just like. Keith, pay attention to me. Keith, 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 I'm not going anywhere. Mm. Is that it? Which is, I guess the other side of it, though, is this is her best friend. He's been around forever. Yeah. Ever, and she, in small part, I guess, or in part, contributed to the situation of being yeah. left at the altar. You know what I mean? It's muddy. She could have told him earlier. She didn't, you know, it's like, I get it. And I, 
I don't know that anybody would have anybody else would have made a different decision, but <sighs> there is a lot. I mean, it's your best friend. What are you gonna do? You're gonna just like ignore and let it let him just like go and not check in and not be like, hey, are we No, okay? maybe it's just the supplemental stuff of like looking at the photo album also felt yeah. kind of like romantic. romantic. Okay, yeah. They yeah, supplemented yeah. the email with some other just like layers that felt like we were the family. Yeah. And I think we also came out of a scene where Nathan's talking about his family, you know, like oh, I there's, know. A lot of, yeah. there's a lot of family talk mm-hmm. in this episode. For Peyton too. Um, yeah, for the whole... For the whole gang, and revisiting the past is a theme in this episode. Mm. So Karen is revisiting the former family structure that she had with Keith and Lucas. And then Nathan Mm. is revisiting the former structure he used to have with with his parents, but also with Tim and Peyton. Mm -hmm. Like sitting around in trick, that little club of Nathan, Tim, and Peyton – before our pilot episode, that was the group that hung out. That's right. Like, how many Friday nights did those guys spend together? Yeah. But we never got to see it. Yeah, it's a great point. And so seeing that group together was just kind of a rewind for the audience, you know, of, like, what could have been. You know, Mm -hmm. if Lucas had never shown up, it would have still been Tim and Peyton and Nathan sitting around on a couch, being miserable, bitching about all the things. Mm-hmm. That was the scene. That's good. Good stuff. Well, speaking of oh. Tim, speaking guys, of. we have a really special guest. Brett Claywell is here. He's here. He's so excited to talk with him. And in real life, he's a good guy. It's <laughs> true. It's true. <laughs> oh, man. I can't tell you how many times I have been. I get, get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have <laughs> I no many idea. Things going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub 
and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. 
Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And oh. he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is sorry. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Girl, right. I love oh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. The man who is so good, so good with those beats, he takes a little morsel on a page and makes it into a very tasty comedic meal. We've got the one and only Tim. Brett Claywell. Get him in Woo-hoo! here. Brett. I feel like we should be doing a Ravens cure for him when he comes. Yeah. <laughs> He's our man. He's go, our go, go, get him, get, get him, him. Go, 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 get him, get him, get him. Oh, oh, oh my God, look at this facial oh hair. Can I see this ponytail? You have a bun? Yeah, he's got a man bun. What <gasps> is happening? Oh my God. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't cut my hair since my son was born. So since <laughs> oh my gosh. How, wait, how old is your son, right? Uh, Finn is over two, so he's two years and three months now. Oh, your daughter, daughter is six months is old. is almost seven months. Wow. Oh you had two COVID babies. I have two COVID babies. What the hell else was there to do? There was <laughs> nothing else to do. There was nothing else to do. <laughs> You're now, not Finn, wrong. Finn was born right uh, uh, January 2020, so we got back to L.A. He was born in Perth. We wow. got back to L.A. Ooh. on uh, March 3rd. And the lockdown started two weeks later. So oh, boy. Just, oh it's been stuck with, but it was great. I got so much time with my kids. I got amazing yeah. little dude. Little, little, um, she's amazing. He's amazing. I'm ecstatic. It's what I was put on this planet for. Goodness. You always wanted to be a dad. I've, I'm a North Carolina boy. Yeah. Hollywood just ripped me out of my home, but <laughs> I've always been a North Carolina. Yeah, I love it. It's like, it's the best part of me. It's my motivation. It's my, that's uh, my inspiration. It's 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 my purpose and uh, has made me a better man in every respect since I've had children. Oh, Aww, you that. slap that on a mug. Give it up that for Father's so Day. Sweet. I like that. <laughs> Brett, did you uh, I, I, yeah, did you um, grow up? You grew up in North Carolina or were you just in the South? Born somewhere? and raised. First time I ever lived outside the state was season two of One Tree Hill. So oh, wow. <laughs> oh I even gosh. went to school there. I went to NC State. I was born. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm Southern through and through. Love it. I still remember first time I had a line on One Tree Hill. I, I remember hearing myself and I remember the line. First time I was like, oh, what was the <laughs> I said, line? I said, Come on, Nathan. I'm just trying to win. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to win. Oh, my God. It's perfect. Is that how I talk? Oh, my yeah. gosh. I was way too Southern. So I, no, I it was exactly. perfect. It was great. We yeah. I mean, look, there's so many different Southern dialects. And there's such a specific Ooh. North Carolina dialect, the yeah. wean, the can't sir. Like there are certain words that we had to say all the time that are just like incredibly it Carolina. It was like Tree Hill was not in North Carolina, but Tim was. So it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to move a little bit. I loved it. We were just talking about how wonderful and charming it was to watch the scene in this episode where we're all at Karen's planning the fundraiser and to see, you know, the the popular high school kids, you know, Tim and Peyton and Brooke with all the River Court kids and the <laughs> melding of those the groups. High school kid. <laughs> but Tim's you know, hit. Tim's hit. He's he's, he's, he's a varsity athlete. Like that's the setup of the beginning of the show anyway. That's true. That's um, even if they gave you a lot of that like sidekick slapstick comedy, and I think they just gave you so much of it. Because you were so good at it. Like, you took anything. You're the only person that could do it. You took <laughs> anything on a page that was a suggestion of something funny, and you made it hilarious. I, and so they just kept giving you that. Thank yeah. you. That's very kind. They should have paid you better, bro. Yeah. They should have paid me. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was so nice to see all those Carolina boys, like, sitting around a table kind of shooting the sh Felt really good. And the three of us were kind of reflecting on how we wish we'd gotten to have so much more of that like we had that all the time like i don't i don't know if you guys but we got together i hung out way more with the the ball players on the team than mm -hmm. the cast in a way um i grew up you know i won a state championship in north carolina was in high school i'm the i'm the only white kid to ever play at my high school ever still really yeah, wow still there's what was your high school uh dudley high school my high school team we were the number one ranked public school in the nation we what? were, the, oh we were number 12 in the country my senior year. Um, Brendan Haywood, who played for with LeBron and played, he played in the NBA. He was my high school center. Um, we had three straight state player of the years on the team. So a wow. sophomore, a junior, a senior. When they were senior. Like we had a ridiculous high school. We lost to Oak Hill and then we lost in do Oak double Hill. overtime to like a state school who was runner up the year before. So we lost two games all year. Wow. And I missed the Oak Hill game because I had a play in high school. <laughs> I was a, I what was the play? I wasn't. I was doing uh, uh, Never Saw Another Butterfly, which was a story about uh, concentration camps. Oh, uh, my God. A boy <laughs> and a girl that uh, wrote letters to each other across the wall. Oh, and it was gosh. like competition theater. So we had like the state play. So I had to go because I was Hansa. I was the lead in the play. So I had oh. to miss the game to go do the play. So you had a you state the play, play over the game with a yeah. playoff. Yeah, but so wow. in North Carolina, there was state theater. I went to Weaver, which in North, in Greensboro, there was a school that if your school didn't offer a program, you could do it at this. So it was all the schools in the county wow. and it was the county theater. Oh. So it was two periods, fifth and sixth period. And it was like the best actors from the area. And it was mm -hmm. like really cool to get into. They won the state play every other year because they wouldn't let you win it back to back years it was just mm -hmm. a really cool I've, I've been doing theater since i was in 
six years old doing children's theater. Like I was always love theater mm. and I always would do that. Like I would find when I was a kid, there's videos of like, I would, we did Winnie the Pooh and I gave my character a really strong Southern accent, even though it wasn't in the script. Like it was always <laughs> like trying to make the audience laugh. Um, but I just never saw it as a career. And then I was- Interesting. For yeah, I went to school for architecture. That's what my degree was in. I had an architecture job. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was an architect. I worked, I worked at a firm for two years before um, Once Your Hill. I quit my job two weeks before college because my theater professor was like, you should go try this. And I was like, wait, you, you can make it from North Carolina to act? And he, So I quit my job. First job in Wilmington was delivering pizzas. That's why I was a pizza boy in season five. Stop uh, it. They were, they were trying to I think we just lost. She'll her. come back. She'll be back. She's got country. Yeah, she's in and out. yeah. Anyway, we, they, they, they did that on purpose to kind of like, it was like a little poke. But how, they, okay. So you, so, okay, wait a second. So you got a job as a pizza delivery in real life. Yeah, and then how do you end up on one tree Hill from that? Yeah. I did Dawson's Creek before. Okay. So how many, I was actually cast in the season finale of series finale of Dawson's and the pilot of one tree at the same time. What? So I didn't Dude. get to do Dawson's. I Brett, had to do Montreal instead. You are blowing my mind right now because the fact that you, there's a whole chunk of your life I'm realizing none of us knew no, because no. you came in with the basketball team. Yeah. We all literally thought you auditioned playing basketball out of college. Yeah. No. Oh, like, I, I, you feel like a CIA agent to me right now. You had a whole other life we yeah. didn't even know about. I, I knew the Finn Cannons. I'd been there about six months. I knew the Finn Cannons. I was actually out of town. And I drove back because um, you guys knew, I'm not going to mention, but my girlfriend's mother uh, passed away in between me auditioning and me getting the part. What? So oh I was gosh. in Texas. I drove back from Texas because her mother was in the hospital. Um, I got to, I had actually sent in to the Finn Cannons a video of me playing basketball. Just because uh, you're doing a basketball show. You only know me as an actor. Here's me playing ball. I was just, I sent a letter to Craig oh Finkhannon and I was like, is allowed? I didn't know how it worked. I was like, I'm just going to hustle. And <laughs> hey, I got in on Friday. Um, I auditioned on Friday. I knew they had open tryouts for basketball. So I was like, hey, can I come? And they're like, it's just for extras. I was like, I'll come anyway. Cause I knew. And like, I can't, <laughs> there's like 200 people Cause there. Cause I knew. Um, I knew. Yeah, there's 200 people there. We did three on three, three on two drills, which we were doing like a weave drill. I go down on the first time down. I like fake this way. I wrap the ball around behind my back. The guys lay <laughs> all the guys like I, don't, I know some of the guys because I play ball, but like they all go up. I'm backing down the court on defense and I'm pointing up at Mark. Like I literally pointed. At him. Oh, my, oh my God. That is fire. Like, oh, so then the continuation of the story, they had us come. They had somebody else's picture on the wall. For Tim, he's a friend of mine, actually. I knew who the guy was. So they already had somebody else they had selected. And then Mark told me I got the part. And the full true, true story is my phone rang a minute later. And her mother had just passed away. Oh, my God. I'm not mentioning your name, Hillary, but you know who it was. Yeah, yeah. I drove back from Texas to be with her. And I stayed in Wilmington because... I wanted the part and it was always painful because she wanted me with her oh, and I couldn't yeah. go see her and I got the part, but it was literally hand in hand. So it's why uh, I was so protective over her the whole time because yeah. um, I told her mother I would look over her and watch over mm. her and 
Um, she's doing amazing now. She has children. She's yeah. yeah. But it was. Uh, Isn't it crazy that we're all grown up with kids now? You know what I crazy. mean? Like it's. I'm not grown up. Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I've got pictures. I've got pictures that I took on the pilot on like a film camera where I still had to like go take it over to the Costco and get the film developed. And you two were together in those pictures and like Chad's a baby, Antoine. I have a picture of Antoine like chewing with his mouth open. Like wow. he's a baby. <laughs> like, I have a, oh man, you know, I miss uh, those days. So yeah. fun. They were fun. They were babies. Babies. Yeah, babies. I have a. I literally have a photo album. That's how old it was. Yeah. I literally have yeah. a photo yeah. album. Flip through. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do you yeah. really? Yeah, for sure. Will you post pictures? Will you post pictures? I'm like, please on send us some of these I photos. Share. Let me, yeah, there's, yeah, I can post some. You're going to have wait, to edit. Wait, wait, wait. But Brett, I, I mean, yes, I want to see whatever you have yeah, in that yeah, photo yeah, album. But I also want to know. Do you think the Finn Cannons have video of that basketball day? Because we need it. Like yeah, that audition? To. Somebody has yes. to. They, Come that's where, on. Because that's where we met um, Jabbar and yeah, Vaughn yeah. was there. Narayan and all those and guys. All, yeah, all those Because we, we used to all, when you play ball, and that's just like part of your passion, you go to a new city and you're like, where are the pickup courts? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We actually all played pickup before. Like wow. I used to go to MP Park, which is where Michael Jordan grew up playing. And like, it was all hood people. One of my dudes, I brought some white dudes there. They didn't know how it worked. They said too much and he got his tooth knocked out and like was good. bleeding out of his mouth because he said the wrong thing. Kind of good. Maybe not. But like, we all balled together in like these rough neighborhoods and then we end up on a TV show together. So we're like, oh. So wait, who'd you know from before? Who were you hanging out with I had before balled the pilot? With Zach before. I had balled with uh-huh. Narion before. I balled with Jabbar before. Um, Daniel came down from, uh, I think, Carolina or somewhere. So I hadn't played with him. Um, I think I'd probably played with Vaughn before. Brandon oh, Vaughn like, is so Vaughn, fun. Uh, Vaughn, and Vaughn was like really a baller in high school. Like Vaughn yeah. was like legit, legit. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, we all just kind of, some of us knew each other, some of us didn't. Um, but yeah, there has to be video of that day of where like we met the Ravens for the first time. Mm. Oh, we're going to get it. Yeah, get it. I love all our team photos. Like I always get happy when fans <laughs> tack us in our like team photos with the whole cheerleading squad with the yeah. whole basketball team. Yeah. So cutie. Because the line between fact and fiction has gotten just thinner and thinner and thinner as we've gotten older. Blurry. There was a show behind the show at all times. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember about getting to Wilmington and getting to know this whole crew, all the people that you didn't know before? And I mean, the, the beauty of what I, I worked with the crew before One Tree Hill, right? Mm. Oh, did I you did, do Summer Catch? I did Dawson's. Dawson's. Oh, right. And I did a bunch of other things on the lot. Like I was, like I was a P, like I just didn't know the world. I was just like, I'm going to break my way in. Mm-hmm. So I started as a PA. Yeah. Then I started as an extra. Then I met my agent as an extra. Then I started auditioning and then I booked everything. So like wow. in Wilmington, I booked like, seven straight jobs so that's that what feels I went out nice. of town and the Finn cannons were like you should come back mm-hmm. and i was like that was kind of like their the, I, I they would just if i went in the room i felt like i was gonna walk out of the room with a job like, wow that's just how, what a great that's that a, a dream feeling for an actor i didn't know la i didn't know i didn't know how <laughs> well because hey was. by the way like neither did i though yeah. and i think maybe that's why we became friends brett because I was incredibly intimidated by LA mm. and you were also like, I don't know what I'm doing out there. 
Yeah. Like it would it was scary because we came from the East Coast. And yeah. when you're a young actor, all that pressure to like go to LA and make it and do pilot season and like do all those kinds of rituals that we're told are the things that you're supposed to do. Yeah. That didn't work for me, you know? No, and it, and it and it was weird for me because I didn't know LA enough to be like the the times where I'm like, wait, I mean the hierarchy, I was always someone like people told me I'd never make the basketball team at my school, right? People told me I'd never get into architecture school. People have told me my whole life what I couldn't do. And mm. I love the ability to prove them wrong. So yeah. in this world, we know, in by this the way, world, yeah, we know. to my detriment at times. In this world, I there was a hierarchy. I didn't get it. I was like, oh, I can work yeah. my way to where I want to be. You guys are all flying to TRL. I'm like, <laughs> why am I still here at our house? Like. That looks fun. And I Wait, because you guys all live together, right? Yeah, the first week, two weeks, Chad, James, and I live together. Um, the rest of the season, James and I live together. Yeah, I remember all that. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm-hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm-hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason. And many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. 
And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do mm-hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep, huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time, whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, My cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. 
all I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Wait, talk about the house that you guys lived in. You because guys first Sophia had that. I came to garden. Oh was- my god. You had that creepy ass haunted house and Hillary, I will never forget you and I went over there with like bags of stuff from Bed Bath and Beyond because we were like we cannot let them live like this. That we was my fault. Like that was all yes, my fault. You picked out that house. All the blame. They cuz they were gone and I'm like a North Carolina boy where rent's like $400 a month and I'm like I'm making it. I'm a pizza boy. And they're like, get us a house. And I'm like, uh, this looks cool. Oh, that place was terrifying. Your cell cell was strong. Brett's like, we've got a place on the beach, on the the water. You can see the the water water. from between the openings in the crypt. You can (laughs) see the water. Guys, it was a brick house at the beach. Oof. It was like they had like gargoyles and shit. all of you know that house? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. It was covered in gargoyles. Gargoyles and those like scary metal awnings from like the 1930s that are spiky. I was 23. The tetanus awnings? I had never looked at houses in my life. It's amazing. I was a resident advisor for three years in college. Yeah. I never lived off campus. I get it. Like, so I didn't know. And Dude. then they, co- and then I didn't even see the house because I was in Greensboro. I come back and I'm like, ooh, I felt the same way. I was oh. just trying to hold on. Well, like, I guess that's right. This. We didn't have like Zillow or Airbnb uh-uh. to no. right. look at it on the internet. No. Right. There, there was I was just telling the girls that there was a summer in college where my best friend and I, who roomed together at USC, we're like, well, we got to get an apartment. We're obviously not moving home, but we couldn't afford an apartment. So we got a studio and we just put two beds in just like Brooke and Haley did <laughs> in the, like the end of season two. We just were like, yeah, we can both sleep in this room. It'll be fine. We can eat in here. Who cares? We're not going yep. home. 100%. I get it, dude. It's it's a struggle when you're a kid. young and I was like, Hillary, you've said one time you were like, oh, you were immature. And I'm like, I've thought about that since you said <laughs> And I actually am I still happy because I'm still that. immature. There's just a difference between an immature 44-year-old uh-huh. and an immature 23-year-old. Yeah, I, I was too you. young to be picking houses. I did my best. <laughs> I failed. We moved on. That's okay. <laughs> All of us were. Dude, you picked a weird house. I picked an apartment that I loved, except I didn't consider the fact that it was over a bar. When I went to look at it at like 2 p.m. Yep. And my first night in my first apartment in Wilmington, I was like, I've made a grave mistake. (laughs) (laughs) See, I lived above a bar and I was like, this is the best choice I've ever ever made. (laughs) Coming from New York, Hillary's like, this is like midday. Like, yeah. So quiet in New York. I invested in good earplugs and then I was okay. Obviously okay enough that I gave myself amnesia because the last two years I was there, I lived over a bar again. Yes, you, you did. I love that. I need, especially coming like you know, he'll coming from East Coast and from New York. You, when I yeah. when I moved to California, first thing I sought out was noise at night. It drove yeah, me crazy that I it was I had moved to a, an apartment. A friend of mine had a room open up in Beverly Hills, and I moved into this place on Olympic. Oh, so quiet, and it was so deadly quiet. It was I could never sleep. I could, I needed the noise. Yeah. 
So I yeah. love that about York, Wilmington. I still sleep wearing earplugs. Like I do I, too. I like I New York had trained me on that. Mm -hmm. When you got five a.m. call times, like mm -hmm. I had oh to live God. on. Now I can't sleep without them. I yeah. sleep in earplugs and a pillow over my face, like, yes, this. like yeah. just like a I small have a breathing thin hole. Pillow that's just for being over my head. I do too. How do you set an alarm if you're wearing earplugs? Um, I have two kids. The alarm's loud enough yeah. to wake me up. And, uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't, I, the trash trucks at 4am in New York and like, no, uh. I couldn't, couldn't sleep, couldn't sleep. But you were in New York for years. I did two years on a soap. Yeah, that's um, right. And that I, was a really big deal, Brett. It was, it's the, it's the proudest thing. Well, as an actor, it's the proudest thing in my career. I think I've done yeah. it since that I'm more proud of at this point, but it's hard work. Often, that's a lot of hard work. Yeah, but how often in your career as an actor do you get to change the real world and have an effect on the real world? We were the first gay love story in the history of daytime television. We were the first mm. gay love scene in the history of television, period. Was it One Life um, or All My Children? One, one, one Life to Live. One Life. What years were you on? Uh, 2008 to 2010. So when oh. we started the storyline, gay marriage was not legal in the United States. When we ended yeah. it, it was legal in five states. Mm. Which so is we amazing. Were a big part of that. Oh my gosh, you know, I have to look this the, up right now. Yeah, waving that flag of like, you know, I worked with uh, Chris uh, Scott Evans, Chris Evans' brother. Yeah. And there was, you know, it was personal to a lot. It was a very difficult time for me as a, as a man. And it was an incredibly important part of my story of becoming mm. who I am now. And like, um, you know, being from North Carolina at a time where that was a hot topic and um, being able to, um, one as an actor, you know, it, it's, you know, really instantaneously when you kiss someone of the same sex, whether or not you're homosexual or heterosexual, you know, yeah. you, it taught me a lot as a man of like, you know, the, just that topic at that time, you know, being a 30 year old in New York. Um, and, but it also, um, it, it just was, it was a, a lot of, a, a a lot to shoulder at that time of like who I was when I started the role versus who I was when I ended it of like, mm. who am I and what do I stand for? Mm. And, you know, equality was so part, so important to me of why I took the role, mm -hmm. which I wasn't cast in that role. They cast really? me something else. And three months later, they're like, this is your part. And I had to like, mm. think about that, but it was, yeah, I look back and during the time and after it, like, it was just one of the things I'm most proud of in my entire life. Do you feel like that experience taught you how to be an advocate, like how to put yourself in other people's shoes? Um, yes, a lot. Yes. I mean, I, like I said, I was a resident advisor for three years. I went through mm -hmm. a lot of like training. Um, you know, I went through a lot of experiences during that time with, with, you know, how to be a, how to be someone that, um, listens mm -hmm. and processes and you know we have two ears and one mouth for a reason right we're put on this planet to listen more than we speak mm. it's hard hard for me to say that because i talk <laughs> again. um but um yeah so so if i would say mm. i mean you you don't know what someone else is going through until you walk in their shoes right and mm -hmm. i spent two years you know there were times where so many people questioned my actual um placement in this world 
in the real world because of a part I was playing, right? I went yeah. through some element of that with my family, with people I grew up with, with, you know, being a voice that's supposed to represent that community in some small way. So I absolutely learned how to be an ally and an advocate and like um, empathize so much with um, that. But also to me, the fact that it was an issue at all was appalling. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's because well, I said this when I took the role. My job as an actor is just to tell the truth. And the mm -hmm. truth of this is these two human beings love each other. Mm hmm. What else matters? Like, mm -hmm. why do we fight so hard to get in the way of love? Mm -hmm. We should create pathways and roadways and causeways to create more love mm -hmm. in the universe and in our world. So mm -hmm. that's what I, I knew from day one. Um, I learned more of what the struggle was through that process. And what mm -hmm. you're talking about is why we get into storytelling as actors in the yes. first place is to be able to tell stories that um, affect change, but also you do, you learn how to walk in other people's shoes by just being efficient at your job and doing the research and talking with people who uh, are similar to your character and, you know, finding your way. I don't, I don't know anyone who's a good actor that doesn't know how to really empathize. I mean, that truly is our job, mm -hmm. you know, Maybe that's why so many of us are messy because we empathize, you know, yeah. like our whole job is to be able to feel all the feelings. Yeah. And so how do you turn it off when you go home? At the end of the day? <laughs> mm -hmm. Literally 11 years later, I have tears coming up from the. Oh, but Brad, I was so proud of you, of honestly, because, yeah. you know, we have had to reckon with some things on this show as we've watched it back together of like, that mm -hmm. didn't age well, you know? And this whole season two is the Anna storyline where um, Danielle Alonzo is coming out on our show. Yeah. And our show did some like dorky stuff, but that's, that's one storyline that I think was handled really well. I wish she would have stuck around. Um, but you're right. The conversation in, you know, 2008 was 100% different than the conversations that we're having now. And you contributed to making that easier for people. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, How many I, moms watch One Life to Live that all of a sudden are like, oh, I'm going to go talk to my son about the, his attractions or the person he loves. And it's okay. That's like, where you I did really that. understood the gravitas of it was the fan mail. That's where really that's where yeah there were dozens and dozens of those type mm. you know I wish cameo existed then you know, I really do fan mail is amazing uh, you guys I just went through my storage unit and I found bins of yeah. fan mail that I really? still didn't answer because I'm so you know Possible ADD to. that I just didn't it was just yeah. like piled up yeah. in a thing but I did go through some of them and it is it's so cool to see the things that people were affected by and what they're going through. I mean, and we still see it all the time. The, mm -hmm. the fans that will come out to the conventions. So, and You did so much in that regard. Like you are heroes and mm. best friends and confidants and, um, and in some ways role models, which sometimes I'm sure you are like, oh, maybe this isn't the show that you'd want to be. <laughs> Not <involved>. today. <laughs> but, but like that, that like you did so much for, 
young women and now older women and like mm. i i applaud who you, you call an old yes yeah. <laughs> i'm saying older women who like the one beautiful thing about this show is like we now connect with mothers and their daughters who both isn't that weird it's so, so cool, cool. I know it makes blows my mind now that I see when I again with we do the conventions and we see the people that come out. Have you gotten to do any conventions? You have. I've seen yes. you at several. The of them, last Brett. convention I went to, there's yeah. a video of like Brett and I like totally wasted behind the DJ booth. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yes, you're one of the last people I saw before quarantine. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, those things are those things are wild. So but like, fun. it's really good time. It started as a show about basketball, but it legitimately became a show about I I believe you ladies. You know, you mm. really carried the. And I think at that time, like, I look back on it and I'm like. I, it was so important. I it would not have the. I just saw Ben McKenzie at Bitcoin Miami. Like we talked first mm. time we'd ever. Met. Oh, I saw you post about that. Yeah, like I'd never met him before. We just did a little interview and I talked to and him. And you were like, "Whatever, you're a rival." <laughs> <laughs> That's us. That's kind of what we said. But like, I believe the reason this show carried was because of the storylines, the the work that you ladies did, because mm. you know, because it became. It became about more. It was a basketball show that how long can that run? And it became about right. so much more. And I think you guys really carried that torch and um, mm. just did a great job. And I think you you mean so much to people. So when Thanks, I talk about One Life Brett. to Live and how I feel there, that's oh, what you guys did with this show. Brett, Thanks, has Bubba. your wife seen One Tree Hill? Never. She will not. <gasps> what? Nope. Oh but you're so funny. You're so good. I don't, I don't see it. I'm like, I'm a one note character. It is. No, you're, you're not at all. You're wrong. Yeah, there was. There was no depth. There was no like I that's, kept begging. I don't You're wrong. That's true. You're wrong. I have. Have you gone back and watched? Yourself, I haven't watched the show. Honestly? No. You haven't, no. Brett. Brett. You, you need to watch. I think more casting directors needed to watch that damn show. <laughs> I know I'm being, yes. okay, I'm being obstinate. I'm saying you're wrong, but here's why. Let me explain okay. exactly why you're wrong. I've never been one to shy away from an argument <laughs> telling someone why they're wrong. God. Sorry. Um, okay. Here's why I think you're wrong because there are so many, and we've said this multiple times whenever you're in a scene, there are so mm -hmm. many people who could show up and see those lines on the page and do them one note, one dimensional with no depth or anything. Mm -hmm. The fact is that you are interesting to watch because you always are thinking, regardless of whether Tim is thinking about dumb things or weird things or nothing, you are thinking through Tim. And it's interesting to watch anyone who is thinking. There's a mm -hmm. lot of actors who come up and they show up and they all they're thinking is, Say, say this line, my brain is totally empty. And then I'm going to walk over here and I do the thing. And you didn't, you didn't, you always had something going on internally. And we saw it as an mm -hmm. audience member. And that's why we all fell in love with you. And that's why the audience fell in love with you. And that's why you kept coming back to the show. There is no world in which you were a one note actor. Mm -hmm. And to, to add to Joy's Joy. point, it, it's an amazing thing for us having started this show to go back and rewatch our TV show. And we see things we didn't see then. You, yeah. you know, we would catch an yeah. episode here and there, but mostly we were working. And it is so clear from this sort of bird's eye view vantage point of being adults. All of us have gone and worked on other things. We've all produced other things. We know what it is. We're not as clueless 
and and unaware, you know, as we were when we were just kind of bopping around doing what we were told. <laughs> bopping around is the perfect way to describe it. We were just bopping around like we didn't know anything, you know, and we were like little ducklings. And now we're now we're grown. And you are so much fun to watch. And nobody knew back then what we know now, but you're you know, we were just a group of friends doing dumb shit. Your talent going back and watching it as grown-ups is like so next level. And it's crazy to hear things that we all realize we didn't know because we just thought we all kind of got plucked out of college. Like, duh, of course your perspective was so good. You had other things in your toolkit that yeah. nobody <laughs> else did. I was He's like a, a real basketball pro. It's oh, amazing. I would just theater god. It's an architect. What? Episode one, like the pilot, like it said, Tim Smith, six four, chiseled. I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> Is that really what the description was? I'm pretty sure six, it was. He was supposed awesome. to be a power forward. He was supposed to be a big guy. Oh no way! Not me wow. at all. So I would. You just, were chiseled. You that's were chiseled. true. You were, yeah. You're chiseled. No, I you played were. a lot of soccer, but. <laughs> I just looked at each scene like I'm a supporting actor. The scene's not about me. So mm. what does the scene need? Yeah. What what kind of energy does this moment need? Your and timing I, was I, impeccable, always. Oh, impeccable. I appreciate that. There, it's true. I don't I remember it so differently. So it it means really? it really means well so but tell us though, because you added a layer of vul vulnerability to everything. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like Tim talks a big game, but you also see the like little kid in him yeah. when we watch the show back. Yeah. I think And I know just from like talking to you, there and and from our experience, there mm -hmm. was a layer of vulnerability to being a young actor on a hit TV show where there's no footing. Where you're constantly being told, like, you're lucky to have a job, kids. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, how much of that real life vulnerability bled into what you were doing? I was, you know, I, I, there's a thin line between confidence and cockiness. Mm -hmm. Very thin line. I played on that line my whole life. Like, I just tightrope that line. So in some ways that I was told that so much. You know, like I, that was beaten to my head, 33 episodes, you know, season two, I was flying myself back to, to, to Wilmington. Stop it. You know, season two, Lee and I were roommates in LA. They would put him in a car and take him to the airport. I would have to get myself to the airport. I would have to fly myself. Mm -hmm. I would have to find a place to stay. They would not put me up for like eight episodes. Mm -hmm. I've done 20 episodes at this point, you know? So there was always this little like underlying thing of like, you know, you're lucky that we gave you this job. Never you earned this job. You're lucky mm -hmm. you got this part. Never you yeah. deserve this, you mm -hmm. know, but I grew up in a household. Um, I love my family. I'll say that. But I grew up yeah. in a household where mm -hmm. um, verbal affirmation was not a, you know, um, I was always trying to prove myself through like sports and through school and like get good grades and pay my way through college and like, mm -hmm. but was never necessarily receiving the words that I wanted to hear. So yeah. I was kind of groomed for this and I was like, cool, then let me go get beat. Are you the oldest? I'm the youngest. 
Oh, you're the baby? Uh, my my wow. dad had a stroke when I was 14 in front of me playing basketball. Oh, honey. So we, I grew up like my, my brother and sister were gone. So I'm a little bit of a younger child, a little bit of an only child. So yeah. Like, mm. I went through things where it was like, I just knew. Um, I even, when I first started on Montreal on my wall in front of me before I lived with, I had written in Sharpie, it said, I will not fail. It was just the first thing I saw every morning I woke up because it was like, I know that the only time I will ever fail at anything is when I give up. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it just hasn't happened in the time frame you expected it to. But the Mm -hmm. only failure is actually giving up. So I was like, great. It just was fuel for me. Keep telling me I don't deserve this. Keep telling me I shouldn't move to L.A. Keep telling me I won't get another job. Keep telling me whatever you want to tell me. God, they loved that, didn't they? Well, you'll never get another job. And so work for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, great. I'm now on another job and I'm not available. So you can wait for my next. (laughs) That's a fun feeling, right? It was good. good. I'm unavailable. I remember Lee telling me Hillary when I booked a movie, Lee would like came back and was like, yeah, Hillary was telling congrats for booking a movie. Like, like you guys were like knew I booked something. So it was like, yeah, you know, I just, um, it was motivation. It was really Mm -hmm. up, Mm -hmm. and I was, you know, I was just too fragile to show it. Mm -hmm. And I masked everything with comedy. So like, it was who I was in real life too. Um, that's why I didn't really become a good actor until One Life to Live. That's when I... I don't know, but but Brett, you're wrong. Because opinion. I think your ability to do dramatic work yeah. really, really shows itself in your comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's weird to me that you, you know, went from doing all the heavy lifting with the comedy on our show to doing something so serious yeah. right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, were you funny on One Life to Live? Did you get to be funny? No, that was... I mean... The it's the last job I ever did, and you'll know why when I say this. I got pre-nominated for an Emmy my first season. Wow. Yeah, you did. And I'm walking in with my Emmy reel, and the EP calls me in, and he says, "Tomorrow's your last day in the job." What? Why? I got fought because we were doing a gay love story. We were in Bible Belt soap operas, oh, ABC yeah. Network. Plus, when I started that, there were five soaps in New York. When I finished, we were the last one. There was always already the exodus. Yeah, those shows the were, they, they were, they, they were cleaning everything LA. out. Everything's in LA. It was too expensive to be in New York. Yeah. So it was just time, but it was the, it was just the randomness of I'm turning in my Emmy reel and I don't have a job. So I, I kind of got rid of all my reps and I was like, I need a break. And we started the company and I have an act. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah, us, let's talk tell about, us the about the company. Um, well, I, co-founded the largest crowdfunding platform in the world for live streaming. We've raised um, hundreds of millions of dollars for charity since 2014. We have over 3000 charities on the platform. Um, so that's what I co-founded. So you live stream, is it concerts? Is it uh, like Ted talk kind of stuff? Like what is it? What do you stream? I produce so game cool. for Paul with the cast of furious seven to raise money for Paul Walker's charity. Yep. When Paul passed away. I work with Cody and Ben and Tyrese and Michelle. And so we did that for four years um, Tiltify is basically we democratize the Jerry Lewis telethon model. So I was, you guys probably remember, played lots of video games back in the day. Um, <laughs> I went to architecture school, so we designed what's now known as an esports arena, but we designed it in 2008. Um, did my first event in 2011, had Zach Efron and Chris Evans and Michael Strahan and, and, uh, and Snoop. And we had uh, Rampage Jackson versus The Miz and UFC fighting in front of 800 people. We were on E! News and Access Hollywood and 
I would walk into CA and William Morris and they're like, nobody's ever going to watch people play video games. Literally quote. That's what they told me. So which is insane. It's insane. This is 2011. Nobody Twitch didn't exist. None of the gaming existed. I just used to throw these big Super Bowl events and we would, we would play like the side room and more people would come watch us play Madden than we're watching the Super Bowl. So I had like this epiphany and it's like the architecture side of like, see the problem before and move. Mm -hmm. So then Twitch launched. So we pivoted, we stopped doing events. We launched, we built the platform. We launched the platform. It's now what every Twitch streamer, YouTube streamer uses to raise money for charity. And then I launched Humble House in 2019, which was saying, look, there's a shift. Twitch is no longer about gaming. They need more premium content. Um, We're going to be a premium content provider, but for digital. And then Mm -hmm. the pandemic hit. So during the pandemic, I produced and directed all the live script reads for the Democratic Party. Um, We did Dazed and Confused with Matthew McConaughey. We did uh, Rocky Horror, which, Joy, you would have loved. We had 17 different musical performances. Oh, my gosh. We had Pearl Jam. We had The Grateful Dead. We had David Arquette. They all did music videos. We had Tim Curry. We raised over a million dollars for Wisconsin. Oh, we did killing it. Final Tap for Pennsylvania. We did the Goonies with the original cast. And during the inauguration, Jake Tapp. I remember Brett telling me, he was like, hey, I'm doing this thing. It's real, Hillary. I like, know. It's not <laughs> like, like, it's real. My company's real. And I was like, I know. <laughs> they, they talked about us on CNN during the inauguration. It's they said so it was the cool. most impressive use of Hollywood they've ever seen. And uh, now we've launched Solus. So like it's now we're into Web3 and all about giving talent. Wait, what's the Web3? To hold work. on, hold on. I'm a grandma. You have to go back. NFTs. What's Web3? NFTs, Web3. Oh, Christ. Like, I don't I'll listen. Guys. So basically, <laughs> Hillary, what I'm going to tell you the future is and what we're doing, giving mm-hmm. talent the ability to work with their communities to green light their own content. So turning oh. people like ourselves from employees to owners of their own IP. God, that's the dream, Brett. You did it. Well, we're we're doing it. So we just announced our first film slate. Variety put out our film slate. Um, wow. So we're really built an ecosystem. It's a token-driven ecosystem with a marketplace that allows communities to engage in content like like never. Oh, I'm ever, so ever proud before. of you, man. This is so, so wait, cool. Does that mean it's are so you just cool. gonna fund all the shit that Joy Sophia and I want to do? <laughs> no, you're gonna fund it yourself. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, that works too. Okay, great. It's you, like, it's this this going back to where I started of like getting fired in my Emmy reel in my hand. Like I, Twitch streamers, YouTubers, they have all this power over their their careers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in our careers, you're told when your career ends. Yeah, yeah. You're not in control of that. Isn't it amazing it all goes back to that moment for you when somebody told you this is over and that, you know, again, it goes back to that part of you that's always like, tell me, tell me one more time. (laughs) Tell me one more time. It's not going to work. I'll make it work. Uh, Yeah, for real. (laughs) So like that's that's what, you know, I've been doing this for a decade now, working with talent to to engage their communities in ways that accomplishes their goals, which was raising money for charity. We built schools in Senegal with... Travis Van Winkle and Andy Grammer, or we raise money for Reach Out Worldwide, Paul's charity, or, you know, done a ton of things for charity. And now it's about because of Web3 and because of what we're launching and it's not Kickstarter, it's like securitized, it's fully um, regulated. So like 
communities can actually participate in the success. Amazing. You know, like we can. Oh man, I got some stuff to talk to you about. This is exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. Um, So what is, what is the next big thing that we can direct people to? What's going on this summer that we can direct people to? I mean, we're still building. So like, I wouldn't necessarily direct any, we're, we're all about um, long form. So we're in the middle of like raising money and and equity Mm -hmm. and tokens and all that. Is there, um, is there a website though, or a yeah. social platform that you would suggest people go to learn more and follow yeah. along? S-O-L-I-S.io. Um, okay. We named our company Solus because the sun doesn't discriminate who it shines its light upon. Mm. And that's what the company's based on. It's, you know, we can all, everything grows from sunlight. So it's all about that. Mm. Um, so Solus.io is our website. We actually have tons of them. We have Solus.labs.io. We have SolusStudios.com. Cool. Humble Alpha. So we have social um, solace underscore IO on Twitter, but Good. we just hired a really big PR firm. So it's going to start getting a lot more presence and visibility. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, we're man. so proud of you. We're so proud hey, of where's you. Tim today? Where's, okay. So we know where Brett Claywell is today. <laughs> Gone from like being a basketball God in high school and theater genius. Yeah. What's Tim most like, likely to have yeah, become? What's Tim, up <laughs> Tim to? owns his own dominoes at this point. Like, no, I don't, yes. I don't, what does Tim do? Like, I swear to God, I was so... I wanted him to have more depth and like I, as the character who played Tim, like, where is Tim? I didn't Tim where and Bevan it? get married and have a kid. Yeah, I Tim think they Bevin did. Yeah. 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 So Tim's paying child support. Like that's the best we can expect. <laughs> yeah. Like, he would have paid it, but they're definitely, you couldn't be married to Tim for longer than 20 years. So. <laughs> nope. But I'm still friends with the Tims of my high school, and I cherish those boys. I think They're those fun. boys grow up sometimes to be nice guys. They do. I mean, I was, yeah, they they, they do. I didn't say he was, a, I mean, he had a good heart. He never did anything, you know, intentionally wrong. Um, he was a puppy dog. He was a sweet guy. So he he's still doing the right thing. Um, he's probably just struggling to make ends meet, to be honest. Hmm. Honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles, and the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, and with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like, it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there, and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, My cousin used to live there, and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Boricua (laughs) is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, My mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. (laughs) And I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little, little Keebler sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds. Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture, they make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. 
Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Well, let's spin a wheel, shall we? Let's yeah, see. do you know about this? We spin a wheel, Brett, for most likely two. Like in the high school year. relatives on the show. Okay. Will you spin the wheel with us? Yes, I'll spin the wheel with you. Let's do it. So you got to help us pick somebody who this is in real life and on the show. We have two. Yeah. We get two answers. Okay. <laughs> I Ooh. like this one. Somebody read it. Okay. Most likely two. Go. Have a cooking show. Okay, so which character on the show is going to have a cooking show? I mean, that Bevan feels like it might. I was just going to say it. She'd be like Giada, just stirring bowls in her bosom. Yeah. (laughs) In her bosom. (laughs) I love it. With her strong arms and her good hair. That's right. Lisa Goldstein, I think, could have also. uh, Or or Millie. Or Karen. I mean, Karen owns. Like That's what campaign. I was going to Karen would have been my choice. That's true. Nice. That's a good point. But Karen would have turned into like, yeah, she would have been like a, a guru. She'd have like books and like she'd yeah. have brands in Target. Like Karen would have blown up in that world. <laughs> I like that. Wait, does anybody have a cooking show in real life from our show? I feel like it's hard I think it's some- you, Hillary. I think you should have a it's cooking show. It's kind of you, show. babe. <laughs> but I don't have a cooking but show. But you should. Gonna, no, but hey, you published a book with recipes something? in it. But you have yeah, to yeah. put it on a network where you can cuss. Yeah. Well, that's been the problem. You guys, you know, we shopped a Mischief Farm show, and everyone wanted me to really, like, sanitize it and be all, like, squeaky clean. And I was like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no. Good luck. No. Not happening. <laughs> You um, take us or you leave us. Yeah, take us or leave us. Um, all right, maybe one Sign day. Sign here, kid. George, do you want a cooking show? No, she doesn't. No. She's just like, <laughs> you just like Princess Pizza, right? Yeah. Um, so, Tim, you'd be a big hit in the Morgan house because this one only eats pizza. Ah. Tim would. That's what we're having for dinner tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Call just bring him, him over, again. like in season five. No, I'm saying like Tim, the character. Yeah, yeah. Tim yeah. coming through the door and the door oh, locking behind him. Yeah. It was delicious. I loved that episode. Will you? So you have to. You have to come back for that one. I will absolutely. That was the one episode that I actually like really enjoyed. That was fun. That was fun. It was fun to come back and be like, "Hey guys, what's up? What's up? What's up?" I loved it. Taking over the world. Yeah. Oh, I miss you so much. When Great are we going to see, see you again? Hello. When are you coming east? I would love to see you all. I really Are you in LA right now? I'm in LA, yeah. For now we're going Okay. Literally going to Cannes for the first time. Congrats. That's exciting. That's awesome. Texas and New York. I'm traveling a lot right now. We're just in Miami, but but I would love to see you all. Yes, hey, do you want to say a big fuck you to all the people that told you you couldn't do it? (laughs) I want to say a thank you. Because I wouldn't sweet North Carolina boy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll say you when we're offline okay <laughs> we love you brett thank you so much for coming to hang out with us kiss me. them babies thanks I for really coming am. it's so bye, nice everybody. to see you bye you guys that was actually that was that so was a nice, nice conversation yeah i'm glad that we got to catch up me with him because it's i totally feel what he was saying about being told that you're not enough yeah and then to come and just like kick all the ass feels mm-hmm. so good feels so good well, we're going to explore it next week. Uh, season two, episode 22, the tide that came and never went back. I think there's 
Lots of ass kicking that Dan is probably preparing to attempt Ooh. to do. And um, and how are Brooke and Lucas going to be roommates? Yeah, that's going to be real interesting. Right? Oh, my right? Yes. They're just friends. And nothing more. Nothing more. Wow. Come, Oof. Come back and see us next week, guys. See that you was next fun. week. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying (laughs) is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie, too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. 
Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 